Writing your oncology case report is a huge undertaking, and it's easy to make silly mistakes that can derail your entire writing process. That's why you need my brand new masterclass, the three-step framework for a finished case report. In this free masterclass, you'll learn three of the biggest mistakes to avoid when writing your case report, the secrets to actually finishing your case report, no matter the patient case you've chosen, and my proven three-step framework for starting and finishing your very own oncology case report. Save your seat today at theoncopt.com slash framework. Again, that's theoncopt.com slash framework. Welcome to the Onco PT Podcast, where you'll learn from oncology experts, practitioners, and patients to help you on your journey to become a confident and competent Onco PT. Here's your host, Elise Contu. Hey there, Onco PT, and welcome back to this episode of the Onco PT Podcast. I'm Elise, your host, the voice behind the Onco PT, and I'm so excited that you're here because today we're continuing our conversation on immunotherapy, specifically the side effects of immunotherapy. Everyone's really excited about immunotherapy, and I think sometimes we tend to gloss over the side effects of immunotherapy because we like to think that since it's more targeted, more specific to cancer cells, that we're not going to see the same level of toxicities that we can see with other side effects, like other, other cancer treatments. However, this is a little bit of a, well, this is a lie we're telling ourselves. And here's why. One of the major benefits of immunotherapy is its ability to more accurately and specifically target cancer cells. This means less collateral damage to healthy tissues, like what we see with chemotherapy and radiation. I think we're very aware of how chemotherapy and radiation cause a lot of damage to a lot of different body cells. Improved targeting of cancer cells by cancer treatments is going to mean less side effects and less toxicities. This is where immunotherapy really comes in. We are more specifically targeting cancer cells, aka we're going after those specific receptor proteins, those surface proteins that we see with cancer cells that we don't tend to see with normal body cells in pursuit of less side effects. However, immunotherapy is not without side effects. In fact, you may not even know that immunotherapy has some significant toxicities as well. This kind of puts us in the same frame of reference, this same conversation we should be having when it comes to side effects with cancer treatments. Ideally, immunotherapy has less side effects, but it definitely does have side effects that we need to be aware of. With more patients treated with immunotherapy every year, it's critical that you understand the basics of immunotherapy side effects and what this means for our plans of care for our patients. Now, immunotherapy causes side effects, but probably not for the reason that you think. See, when it comes to chemotherapy and radiation, many side effects of these cancer treatments are due to the collateral damage of normally functioning tissues. For example, chemotherapy is a systemic treatment and it damages cancer cells. But because it's a systemic treatment, meaning it goes all over the body, it's also going to damage our healthy cells in some situations, such as nervous tissue. 
We're very familiar with CIPN um, at this point. It also damages mucous membranes and other rapidly dividing cells. Hence, for some people, that results in the hair loss. Sometimes we have that, that mucositis, that oral mucositis that we tend to see, digestive issues, lots of other stuff here. Radiation therapy is similar. Radiation therapy, in when we're talking especially our external beam radiation, as it is being beamed into the person in order to reach those cancer cells, it is going to pass through other healthy tissues on its way to reach cancer cells. Thereby, it is going to damage skin, muscle, bone, heart, lung, and other tissues, again, all depending on where the person's being treated with radiation, what is the approach of the radiation therapy. Now, immune therapy, as we've stated, has side effects, but again, it's for a slightly different reason than what we see with, for example, chemotherapy and radiation. Immunotherapy causes side effects largely because of its effects on the immune system. So immune therapy's job is to activate or harness or basically supercharge the immune system, our naturally occurring immune system, in order to better fight the cancer cells. And what can happen sometimes is immunotherapy can go overboard with this. Sometimes immune therapy ramps up the immune system so much that it can also then turn against healthy cells. It's kind of like immune therapy is doing its job with such enthusiasm and vigor that it starts to get trigger happy and then it damages non-cancerous cells. So it kind of goes guns blazing. It's looking for the bad guys in our spaghetti westerns, but then it also happens to be shooting the good guys that we don't want it to shoot. That's my only western reference for this episode, just so you know. But again, it's not so much that the immune therapy has a blanket response like it does with chemotherapy and radiation, but rather it is effectively targeting the immune system and, again, activating it, supercharging it so well to the point that the immune system then starts to go overboard. Thus, it may end up attacking some of the healthy cells. Now, this is a very basic explanation of what's going on, but it's important to note the differences in why immunotherapy has side effects compared to why we typically see certain side effects with chemotherapy and radiation. Now, when it comes to the specific side effects of immunotherapy, now that we understand why immunotherapy side effects tend to happen, we really have to start off with an old physical therapy adage. It depends. I know, I know. This is the only it depends um, for this episode as well. It really depends on the type of immunotherapy that the person is undergoing as part of their cancer treatment, as well as other factors, including we know that many patients these days in the year of 2022 are being treated with multiple cancer treatments, not just immunotherapy. So for example, a person may be undergoing chemotherapy, radiation therapy, and then they will undergo some type of immunotherapy for their cancer, right? So now we have multiple treatments, which we know can cause side effects, layering on top of each other, and then we're introducing immunotherapy into the mix. We're bound to see side effects and toxicities. Again, maybe not so much from the immunotherapy, but we can bet to see them from surgery, from chemotherapy, from radiation, etc., and likely are going to see that layering in of immunotherapy side effects. So definitely something to consider. Again, most cancers 
in November of 2022 are not being treated first line with immunotherapy, meaning that person is getting immunotherapy and only immunotherapy as the first choice of their cancer treatment, simply because this is this is kind of the, the landscape right now of cancer treatments and cancer research. Immunotherapy is oftentimes used as a later line or as a an additive, an adjunct to other cancer treatments. Now, in the future, again, I may come back and re-record this episode in a year, two years, five years, and we may find that that is not the case. But for right now, immunotherapy is being used in conjunction with other cancer treatments. So we must expect to see side effects and toxicities from their other cancer treatments, and then adding in those potential side effects, toxicities from immunotherapy. There's four main types or four main, I guess, categories of immunotherapy toxicities. So the big four we're talking about today, dermatologic, gastrointestinal, endocrine, and neurological toxicities. Now, this is not all-encompassing. Depending on certain immunotherapies that the person is undergoing. For example, CAR T-cell therapy. We can expect to see some of these toxicities, but there's also some almost hematological or special immune toxicities, responses, reactions that we expect to see with CAR T-cell therapy. For example, sometimes we can see cytokine release syndrome. We can also see the ICANs, which Dr. Adam Matichek talks about extensively in episode 221. If you haven't listened to that yet, please make sure you do so. He really dives into the the nitty gritty of what that means and especially what does that mean for us as physical therapists. So make sure that you check that out. Coming back to our other toxicities though, it's important to note that dermatological toxicities are the most common side effects associated with immunotherapy at this time. Okay, I'm I'm recording this episode again with the big asterisk on it, with the big caveat of this is what we understand about immunotherapy side effects right now. This is likely going to change. I would expect it to change. So much so that, honest to goodness, when I recorded my MedBridge courses earlier this year, I told them, because I recorded a radiation uh, course and then an immunotherapy course, and I told them, I said, the radiation one is going to be fine. This, These are very much key principles we've understood and we have learned and have really stuck over the past few decades. Immunotherapy is a little different. This course may likely be outdated in two years. And we're going to have to re-record it. And they were very much like, yep, we can appreciate that. We understand that. So again, this episode, I want you to take this as the basis, but understand and appreciate that this is probably going to change. We are going to learn more about immunotherapy, the current immunotherapies that are on the market that patients are being treated with. But we're also going to have new immunotherapies being researched and being released and having patients treated with those new immunotherapies. These may have completely different side effects that we're not even prepared for or aware of or thinking of at this time, and that's okay. This is one of those few things, in my opinion, where physical therapy is really kind of on the the leading edge, the forefront of this field. Not that we're the ones doing the research creating immunotherapy. Okay, please don't please don't misunderstand me on this. But we are actively 
working with these patients, screening, identifying, monitoring, and even treating these side effects, these toxicities, the impairments that result as a because of these side effects and toxicities that we haven't seen previously. We may be the ones who are actually identifying this and putting two and two together and realizing and communicating how these side effects are affecting our patients' functional mobility, independence, and quality of life. I don't know where else in medicine we're necessarily doing that so prominently as we are in oncologic rehab. I mean, gosh, like that's just so cool to me. So anyways, dermatologic toxicities are the most common side effects associated with immunotherapy, like I said, that we know at this time. Now, they are more common and thankfully they are not as serious as some of the other toxicities can be. Not that they're not serious, not that they cannot be problematic for our patients, but when it comes to the grand scheme of things, typically these kind of look like rashes. We also see some patients have um, like itchiness or something. This is more common. Now, one type of toxicity that is less common but can be very severe would be our neurological toxicities. Again, this kind of goes into that ICANS that Dr. Adam Matichek talked about previously. These can be very severe and they can really range in severity, the presentation. But what's really critical to appreciate here is that in some cases, this neurologic toxicity can be so significant, it may even be lethal for some of our patients. Now, I'm not saying this to scare you, but I think it's really important to drive home the fact that these immunotherapy toxicities can be significant. Immunotherapy is more targeted, more specific to actually treating hunting down the cancer cells. Good. We love that for immunotherapy. Thank you, immunotherapy. However, there are significant toxicities that can happen in this patient population that can contribute significantly to functional issues. I mean, I don't know a bigger issue, um, a bigger obstacle to independence and quality of life than death uh, by immunotherapy. So again, please understand like this is something that is really important for you to appreciate and identify and then respond appropriately when faced with, hmm, my patient seems to not be doing very well. I need to notify the appropriate uh, part of our team. Now, ideally, uh, death is something that we are not going to get to. But again, please appreciate it is a thing. It doesn't start off, though, with, you know, all of a sudden your patient's dead because of immunotherapy. There are going to be signs and symptoms that we need to be monitoring for in the case of developing, for example, neurological toxicity, complications, um, severity, progressing, etc. And we need to be aware of those smaller, perhaps more vague, seemingly less problematic side effects that can come with immunotherapy that can progress because they're a sign of deeper issues happening. For example, one of the big side effects that can happen with immunotherapy, again, this is this is severe, okay, this is definitely something that is more significant, uh, maybe not as common, but still problematic for many of our patients, is this systemic inflammation that can happen, to the point that some patients may even experience organ inflammation. 
Uh, quick note here, your organs should not be inflamed. That is very bad. That's very problematic for many reasons. Now, are we always going to be able to look at a patient and say, you know what? Your pancreas is inflamed and I, I just know it. No. No, we cannot do that, right? So some of these side effects may actually sneak by you because at first they don't seem problematic. For example, as the physical therapist, I know that many of my patients experience nausea, vomiting, diarrhea as a result of their chemotherapy. Do I brush it off? No. But do I tend to expect that with some of my patients? Yes. Is it important that I'm making sure that they are being appropriately medically managed for that? Absolutely. It's kind of something that we expect almost in this patient population. However, Nausea and diarrhea are common gastrointestinal toxicities associated with immunotherapy that we also see with chemotherapy. Now, here's where it's really important here. All side effects, all, you know, toxicity should be taken seriously when we when they first manifest, when we are first identifying them with our patient population. What we can see with immunotherapy is this diarrhea may actually be the result of internal inflammation. So like in those intestines, we're seeing this inflammation, which is a sign of a more severe toxicity than we initially realized, than what we can see is actually going on on the surface level. So when we start to see these different signs, symptoms, side effects, toxicities, it's important to act then and there. We don't want this to be progressing underneath the surface and we're just kind of playing it off saying, yeah, I mean, they have cancer, like, and cancer patients have nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. It's, it's not, it's not that. So please understand this is potentially something that we need to really pay attention to because it could be an indicator of something more, uh, sinister sounds really evil. But something really significant that's happening underneath the surface, again, like we were talking about, this systemic, this internal, this visceral organ inflammation that can happen and can, and can cause significant issues for our patients. So again, asking your patients about their side effects. What are they experiencing? What's changed since you've seen them last? Is there anything new that's happened since they've been on this immunotherapy, etc.? While immunotherapy is relatively new to the scene when it comes to cancer treatment, especially compared to chemotherapy, radiation therapy, etc., there are some really good resources out there that can be very, very helpful for the therapist who is brand new. If you're brand new, uncomfortable, unfamiliar with immunotherapy, I highly encourage you to start with these resources. So the National Cancer Institute has a whole web page that is devoted to immunotherapy side effects. I've included that link in the show notes for your reference. Highly encourage you to check that out. Very informative, as well as kind of explaining why these side effects happen. Like I said, very useful. Um, there is also a really great article that I recommend. So it's called New Anti-Cancer Immunotherapies, Implications for Physical Therapy. I don't know about you. This is exactly what I needed. I need the article that is going to tell me exactly what's happening with our patients and then what do we do about it? What does this mean for us in our plan of care? There's a lot of research out there, thankfully, on immunotherapy, what it does, but not really making that connection to, okay, these are the side effects. These are the functional impairments that we can see patients experience as a result of this. And this article is probably one of the clearest examples of really tying in 
What is immunotherapy? How does it work? Why does it cause these side effects without going too into the weeds of like what's happening at the cell DNA and what part of the cell cycle it's interrupting? It does not go that far. Um, it, it gives you the information that you need and then it gets out before it gets down too deep into the weeds. And then ultimately, what should we as a physical therapist be aware of when working with the patient on immunotherapy. Again, not if, but when we are working with the patient who is on immunotherapy or who's been treated with immunotherapy previously. Now, of course, I would be remiss if I did not mention, again, if you haven't heard already, my brand new courses on MedBridge are set to be released this winter, including my immunotherapy course. And I'm so stinking excited for it. Like this is something I've been working on for almost a year now, and it's finally here. So major props to the team at MedBridge. I'm just, I'm just tickled pink that I got to be a part of this. Now to be the first to know when my two new courses, again, on radiation and immunotherapy are dropping and to save up to $150 on your subscription, go to theoncopt.com slash medbridge and use my affiliate code OncoPT, my name, you know you know your girl, OncoPT, O-N-C-O, when you sign up or renew your membership. I'm so, so excited to have been a part of this, um, this project. It's really important and I think it's really critical that we as physical therapists are prepared for when the person being treated with immunotherapy walks in our door. Again, not if, when, because it's only a matter of time before immunotherapy, not just in cancer treatment. Like we, we've we talked previously about how immunotherapy is really taking center stage with treatment for a lot of different diseases. But since we're seeing immunotherapy effectively treating cancers, including the cancers that like patients previously were handed a death sentence. Like they had an expiration date on their existence. They had a death date. Basically immunotherapy is making those cancers treatable. It is treating those cancers and sometimes getting patients to a permanent cure, which is amazing. So it's only a matter of time before we start to see all of our patients with cancer being treated with immunotherapy. I'm predicting it. November 2022, I'm predicting that this is going to be a thing. All this to say, it's really important that you and I are extremely comfortable and knowledgeable about immunotherapy, how it works, how it affects our patients, and then most importantly, how we can best help the patient who's being treated with immunotherapy accomplish their goals. Until next time, this is Elise with the OncoPT. And remember, you are exactly the physical therapist that your patients with cancer need. So let's get to work. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Onco PT Podcast. If you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, leave a rating and review, or support us on Patreon. 